Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I wanted to discuss the topic of sensitivity in regards to Gen Z. Gen Z is given a lot of heat on how sensitive we are, but I feel like some of the heat is a bit unwarranted because sometimes we're not just, I don't think we're really being sensitive. I think we're just being more aware of our surroundings. But then again, there's two sides to the coin. And honestly, today is just going to be like touching the surface. So stay tuned to hear more. nitty-gritty i wanted to share some random fun facts that have to do with teen not teenagers (laughs) gen z my bad okay so for the record gen z is a pretty big generation running from individuals born in 1997 to 2012 so right now gen z is around 11 to 25 years old 30% of the world's population is gen z 98% of gen z owns a smartphone 92% of Gen Z owns or plans on owning a car. Less than 45% of Gen Z watches cable TV, which makes so much sense because a lot of people would much rather, you know, use streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, um, Disney+, HBO Max, Paramount, like so many other things. Um, a lot of them simply because there's no ads, but some of these streaming services are bringing ads. Um, Disney, Disney, I'm on the lookout for you. I'm not liking the ads, but it is okay. Um, you know, they got to make money somehow at the end of the day. And I think they're putting an ad so that they'll make people pay a higher price for the plan with no ads. Um, also, 70% of Gen Z consumers have written at least one review. I have to be honest, I've only written one review and it was so negative i'd been to this one food place so many times out of desperation and every single time i got terrible terrible service and i only went there because it was the closest place to me that had a vegan burger i'm vegan for the most part and um so i put out the word and shared my very clear very great dislike for this location but i feel like i should start writing reviews out of a place like of places that i love because they you know deserve some amp but yeah writing reviews is like it's it's kind of a fun experience not gonna lie um also i know like for like clothing brands sometimes especially like sheen like if you write a review you get points and then those points add up to like free clothing or things like that so there's perks in writing reviews um and then you're helping someone else because i know like a lot of places like when i search vegan place and i go into like the reviews it'll sometimes like a person will be like it's not really vegan it's actually vegetarian so you can also clear up things for other people or you can help someone make their decision to go to that place or not to um yeah also last but not least 61 percent of millennials are positive about the coming age of gen zers now i know i said i would do like gen z statistics and it's not really a gen z statistic but if you think hard enough it is i think it's important to include the generation before us because i find it funny how much they don't believe in us 
Um, because, I mean, at some point in history, they were seen as incapable of keeping the workforce and the world moving, and they did it. And I think the Gen Z should get some support because it seems like Gen Z is very incapable, unable, lacking, and so many other things that come with a negative connotation. But in reality, I really think that it's just a matter of growing up, becoming more mature, and um, taking over and being the, the workforce generation. So yeah, now stay tuned for the real content So, there's so much to say and not enough time to say it since this is such a broad topic. Um, so I'm going to get into some key points and maybe do a part two or maybe even more parts in the future. I think it goes without saying that Gen Z is one of the most politically and socially active generations despite our lack of participating in voting. But we are very vocal about our political opinions. That is a fact. But we're also one of the most rebellious, liberal, and accepting generations the world has ever seen. But if we look at history, the youthful generation tends to have liberal individuals in it anyway. What I'm trying to say is that Gen Z, just like every other generation before it, has its pros and its cons. But one of the descriptions that's most associated with Gen Z is the word sensitive. Gen Z is known for getting offended so easily. And to be honest, they're so I mean, not so much. There's some, some truth to this, but a whole lot of false notion as well. Ideologies and ideas evolve over time as new information is discovered, as the way of life and thinking is challenged. Humans are the same way. We evolve and we grow. Norms that were once norms are now considered taboos. For example, women being kept out of the workforce. This was a norm, and now that seems bizarre because it took a younger generation coming along and deciding that they would not accept such an idea and they were seen as rebellious. I'm sure they were called sensitive in some way, shape, or form, when in reality, they were just being socially aware and standing up for their beliefs. Just like today, Gen Z has been in support of a lot of social movement groups that promote inclusivity and acceptance. And is, is Gen Z being sensitive for being socially aware of these social groups and taking account of how others should be treated? Yes and no. Sensitivity is seen in a negative light, even though it has a lot of positive attributions. The word sensitive in this context, me on context means high, responsive, or susceptible, or in other words, easily hurt or damaged. But I want us to look at sensitivity in a different way. I think it bothers other generations how bold Gen Z is by questioning norms and social cultures. But I think that when most people say Gen Z sensitive, they mean that Gen Z is very aware of their society and surroundings. So let's take a look as to why we're seen as a sensitive generation. We've had increased exposure to diversity and injustice due to social media and more diversity in the places we live. As a result, we are more sensitive to comments or actions that we've learned are discriminatory or oppressive. So it's not a bad thing to be sensitive. We're a generation that understands the power of language as well. This ties a whole lot with the use of derogatory terms. But our, sen our sensitivity to language is actually a positive attribute because it has led to more respect and empathetic communication. Now, there's maybe like, no, but those words still go on. Yes, 
there's going to be people who always say these words. But what I'm trying to say is now it's socially unacceptable to say some of these words. And that is actually a step in the right direction because then we are being aware of people around us and how certain terms hurt certain uh, hurt social groups. And we should respect that, be aware of that, and just move on. Also, um, our generation has dealt with a lot of pressure, especially pressure to conform. This, one, this one's a bit negative since... We are quick to call people out, if I'm being honest. I mean, we all know about cancel culture, things of the sort. And that that's a conversation for another day, to be honest, because cancel culture has always been a really interesting topic and idea to me. Because on the surface, and, and on some level, I guess, it's right to call people out. But I think, um, I think that cancel culture actually sometimes does more hurt than it does more healing or... or writing of the wrongs but that's a conversation for another day um back to what i was saying we we're we're quick to call people out on their their behavior but this is actually a positive thing too because some people need to be called out for their unacceptable behavior and language we're also a generation that desires social change we're very passionate about it and outspoken the gen z sensitivity is very important since it fosters an environment of equality, respect, and empathy. We strive for better. So I'm okay with being viewed as sensitive because our sensitivity has led us to building bridges and fostering an environment where social change is acceptable and welcomed. All right, so the shout out of the week is Noah Khan. He's an American singer-songwriter. His vibe is folk, but it's mixed in with a little pop. One of my favorite songs of his right now is Stick Season. You should go listen to it right now. His lyrics punch you in the gut in a subtle yet impactful way. By drawing from personal experience, Khan discovered his sound, and now he's given his fans a feeling of relief, connection, and relatability. He pours his hearts out in his songs. He mostly sings about his solemn experiences, anxieties, and personal growth. So please take a listen and follow him on all the socials. And I've linked everything in the description box, as I always do. That's a wrap on Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and stay tuned for more conversations with me.